Welcome to the Red Dirt Nation podcast. My name is Warren Crank and I'm here with Jack Ahern, a young bloke who's um, done a lot in sport and we're going to talk about sport as well as life and even faith a little bit later. So Jack, if you could just introduce yourself to the people who are listening in. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Jack Ahern. Uh, I am yeah, a football player for the North Devils Rugby League Club in the Intrust Super Cup. Uh, Warren and I know each other, he is uh, the chappie there. Uh, we are very fortunate to have him. Uh, I've got a wife and uh, two young kids um, and yeah, been living in Brisbane for about five years now. So obviously I met Jack at footy and, um, and we've had lots of yarns over time and it's just good to have one that you can sort of listen in on. Now, there's a love for sport, obviously, that uh, really comes through in Jack's uh, life. He's only a young fella, but he's done quite a bit. Oh, we want to hear a little bit about, you know, how you got that love for sport, how it started, and some of the things you've been a part of over the years. Yeah, uh, well, many years ago and many moons ago now, I'm a bit, bit older now, but um, when I was a young fella, I started playing soccer because that's what my father played when uh, he was a young chap. Um, so I started in that and then... When I progressed through school, I went uh, to school with boys that played footy, um, started in rugby union, uh, rugby league, and then I had a season at AFL in there. Um, that's what the boys were into when I went to high school, uh, but really stuck with rugby league. I um, was fortunate enough to make some rep teams all through juniors, um, and so yeah, rugby league was the one that stuck with me. I was uh, yeah made ACT schoolboys teams, and then fortunate enough to make uh, junior Raiders teams in 16s, 18s and under 20s and I'm uh, really privileged uh, to have two years full-time with the Canberra Raiders. Um, I didn't make my NRL debut but uh, it was a experience that I'm better for um, and then yeah when that contract ran out when I was 22 um, I moved up here north to Brisbane, um, had two seasons with the Redcliffe Dolphins and now this is my fourth season with the North Devils so it's a bit about my journey. Very, very good. Now, I've seen you at training, Jack. You're a fairly competitive person. Uh, has that always been sort of how you're wired or, or, or did sport bring that out in you more? Uh, I think it's how I'm wired. I think if you asked uh, my mum and my dad and, and my two sisters and now especially my wife, um, they will say I'm a competitive person. I don't even like to let my kids beat me at stuff. Um, so, yeah, I think it's always been in me, yeah. And to work at the elite level, and, and I would call semi-pro elite North Devils or a semi-pro footy team, um, you need to have some of that in you because it's a lot of hard work. Describe what it's like to work and train uh, in that semi-pro field. Yeah, it is a lot of work because, um, yeah, it's not full-time professional like you see the NRL boys. Um, so we got to work full-time and then um, also train uh, we train four times a week, so um, it's a pretty heavy schedule and um, I'm fortunate enough to have a, a, a wife that supports me doing uh, what I love. Um, but yeah, it, it does get tiring um, going from a full-time job. A lot of boys are, you know, labourers and, um, you know, work outside in the heat. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be uh, inside with my, my work. Um, but yeah, it is long days when you're leaving early in the morning and getting home late at night after uh, work and training. And then in season, of course, there's the, the games on the weekend. So it's pretty full on. And I got a lot of respect for people in that semi-pro area. I've had the privilege of being a chappy uh, at professional level as well as semi-pro. And I honestly believe that the semi-pro boys work harder and it's more demanding in what they do. 
Now, rugby league's changed over the years. If you watch old games from the 90s, everyone's white and um, no tattoos. Uh, everything's changed now. And, and one of the things about that is that there are a lot more um, uh, Polynesian players, uh, Islander boys, and, um, and Jack has developed a real friendship with uh, a lot of people from those cultures. And I really wanted to talk about that because um, Australia's a very multicultural nation, of course, and Jack really has a real affinity with people um, who are Islander, even though he isn't himself. So tell us a bit about that, mate. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, as you touched on, um, footy's changed in the past oh, decade or two. Uh, and there's, as you see, there's a lot of um, different cultures playing our sport, which is great to see. Uh, f- for me, yeah, coming through the grades, there's a lot of Islander boys, um, Indigenous and Torres Strait Islander boys that I, I played with. Um, and I just uh, really connected with them, I suppose. Um, as uh, on a deeper level um sometimes we'll talk about faith um was really how we got close uh but yeah i uh, lived with a, a samoan boy um when i was down in canberra for a bit and uh one of my best mates uh jonathan rubin who's just joined the north devils this year uh we met 10 years ago when he came down from townsville he's a in, uh, indigenous and torres strait islander uh, lad um we really connected uh from the get-go and um we've been close friends ever since his family welcomed me in um like a part of their own and i've uh, been through a lot of um ups and a, and a lot of downs with with jonathan um so yeah i'm very fortunate enough uh you know i think it being um yeah well both them and i accepting and, and cult- culturally sensitive uh to one another um and just understanding each other and um yeah i've seen to connect well with um yeah islander boys and indigenous and aboriginal boys so it's i've been very fortunate so what was some of your learning journey when it came to the cultural differences what what sort of stood out maybe a mistake you made or 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 whatever over time because it's not always easy i mean people are really kind and usually you know pretty forgiving when it comes to it in the end but you know what are some of the things that you noticed uh just uh yeah their their friendliness as you say but um also they've got a, like a softness to them um very welcoming very loving um very family orientated um and i kind of yeah drew drew near to those boys more so than uh not that it's segregated or divided but um yeah really um connected on a deeper level with um the islander boys and uh I always hear from time to time like if i meet new people they they think I'm Islander. They they think I've got a bit of a Kiwi accent, but I think that's just from um, you know hanging around them a lot and, and living with them as well. So, and you went away camping this weekend, just gone with Jonathan. Uh, where did you go, and what was that like? Yeah, we went to Running Creek. It was uh, very hot. We I think we picked the hottest weekend of the year so far. But uh, no, it was a good experience, and uh, the kids loved it. And we'll have to get back there asap, maybe somewhere near water where we can swim and have a fish as well. <laughs> Oh, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Now, you've been captain for North Devils. We'll wait and see what happens in the year to come. But, um, but how, how, does it, how do you go sort of leading a footy team? You're leading, you know, peers in some ways, all young men. What are some of the things that, um, you know, you've learnt as a leader in that sort of scene? Yeah, well, it's um, a journey I've been privileged and honoured to, to be on. Um, when I was younger, my dad always pushed me... Um, to be a leader he's seen those qualities in me i suppose from a young age uh so i was fortunate enough to have that but i was never i never had the confidence um to be that leader type person as you'd say um until uh, i met rowan four years ago when um, he brought me across to north devils and he um i suppose 
gave me the confidence and and helped me put into practice what my dad believed in me um the qualities i had so uh it's been a uh, a learning journey a journey of growth um you know rose helped me with um that side of it uh giving me books to to read or listen to um on audiobooks um that has really you know i suppose expanded my my mind and understanding and um tried to help me be a, a good role model to my, to my peers, my family, um, the people I work with um, as well. So yeah, it's been a very humbling and, and, and journey that I'm still learning. Uh, I learn every day, um, but very honored to be, you know, in the position I've, I've been in and, and hoping to continue on that, on that captaincy journey, uh, captaincy journey uh, 2021. Cool, and a shout out to Rowan and the coaching crew at Norths who uh, really do work on developing people uh, not just footy players now we know on the footy field that the referees always get it right so how, how, what's it like to lead when when they get it right and and you're not so sure <laughs> yeah that's uh, the challenging side but also um the side i think you know rose really developed in all the boys um you know you see uh some people hopefully not from our team i don't think from our team you know chuck tantrums if you know the ref makes a call that they don't see eye to eye with um but yeah with the the developing stuff uh mindset uh processing stuff that rose really um you know brought to the club and um teaching all the us boys um you know just different ways to react um you know different ways to you know think about situations is really kind of um you know changed our, our our thought process on you know if something does go wrong or something does go right you know how to react and, and go from there so um yeah just it's been a learning journey and you know we're not all perfect you know we get emotional and get upset you know because we're competitive people but um yeah just continual practice and, and growing um from understanding of you know stuff materials that rove has provided with us for us good and in all the ups and downs of footy life it must teach you something about your wider life life in general what have you what's footy taught you about just living yeah well um with captaincy and and being fullback as well um you know it's a leadership role somewhere have to have to talk a lot um so really i suppose help me footy's helped me um in that perspective off the field um you know leading my work colleagues i like to think i i, I do a good job there um trying to encourage and support my work colleagues um, and my wife and my kids. Um, so, yeah, it's, footy's, yeah, really helped me grow as a person, um, you know, wholeheartedly. Now, you're a person of faith and you've mentioned that, um, you know, there's been connecting, a connection with some of the Islander boys that maybe opened that up for you. Tell us in your own words, really, how, how your faith journey began and, and a bit of what it's like. Yeah, well, it has been a journey, um, and it will continue to be a journey for for myself um, and my family. Uh, but yeah, I grew up, um, you know, not not going to church every every week, or um, would be lucky to go, you know, a couple of times a year, and um, not for any reason in particular, but um, just weren't that way, I suppose, inclined. Um, and then I grew up, I got, went through a, a Catholic school, so I kind of learned that stuff you know through school the education system um but didn't think much of it you know as a young fella kind of thought oh, you know another subject at school kind of thing um but yeah when i was about uh 19 um uh an islander boy that i played canberra raiders with uh, patrick mago um he really um i suppose was welcoming to me and uh you know i was curious and we got talking about faith and the kind of 
asked him about if I could join him um, going to church because he used to talk about it with all the other Islander boys, um, you know, through the week at training. Um, and yeah, he was welcoming to that. I, di- I didn't go uh, with Patrick. Uh, he went to a, a Samoan church, um, which was fine, but it gave me the curiosity and opened the door. And I, w- I went back and um, to the church my school was at, um, school had, and I started attending there um, just to learn. And it was a Catholic church. And um, I suppose I learned their sacraments, their way of teaching. Um, and then, yeah, when it, a year or two down the track, I, I met a, a really good friend who actually happens to be a, a Jehovah's Witness, um, and he taught me about his his faith and uh, really expanded my knowledge on the Christian, um, you know, big Christian blanket that you know Catholic and Jehovah's Witness and all all the other denominations come under. Um, so that was really good for me to really expand my knowledge. Um, and then when I moved up here, I was trying to find a church and a, a boy I played at, uh, with at Redcliffe. Uh, he attended Hope Center, um, so I went there with him, and and that's where I go now, and uh, I love it there. It uh, feels like home. Pastor Grant there is just um, yeah a father figure uh, to myself. That's how I see him, um, and just yeah I love going to Hope Center and um, the Pentecostal um, I suppose church is dynamic, so it's uh, yeah really enjoyable. <laughs> Shout out to Pastor Grant and the Hope Center. It's interesting just hearing Jack's story, isn't it? Just a different exposure to some of the streams of, of, of the Christian faith. And, and so when it came to Jesus, how did you sort of begin to develop that side of, you know, your faith and understanding? Yeah, well, for me, uh, my, my favorite, um, I don't know if you'd say attribute or, or value is, is hope. Um, funnily enough, hope center, I ended up there, but, uh, uh, cause you know, always growing up, you know, you know, live, work hard, you know, like surely there's got to be more to that. So that was the one thing I really, really clung, uh, clung held on to, um, was hope. And, um, that's got, got, uh, got myself studying and, and got me, um, you know, starting my journey, I suppose, getting deeper, um, trying to, yeah, learn knowledge, um, you know, read through the Bible and doing studies on different books, um, you know, like the gospels and, and through um, Paul's teachings and um, through to revelations and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, really, um, I, su- I suppose my exposure to all, I suppose, denominations, the Samoan side, the Catholic, um, Jehovah's Witness to the Pentecostal, um, really opened all kind of avenues, I suppose, for me to, you know, um, really take in when I was reading through um, the studies of the Bible and stuff like that to you know, acknowledge different perspective and, and, you know, see that people have different, you know, understanding and, and beliefs, you know, similar, but maybe a little tweak here or there. Um, so, yeah, it really deepened my understanding, I think, and it made me more aware as I was, I was learning. Yeah. Good. And some of his uh, uh, spiritual journeys tattooed. Um, he's got many tattoos on his body. Describe, just, just describe some of those or the reasons that you've, you've got those ones. Yeah, uh, I suppose 99% of my tattoos are all spiritual ones, by my kids' names, although they have meaning as well. <laughs> um, yeah, so my first, I suppose, tattoo, I've got a, a, I suppose you'd call it, um, you know, a faith sleeve. Um, but yeah, it started when I was young, when I was 19. Um, I got, yeah, uh, Mary and Jesus, so that's, um, and some rosary beads, which obviously come from the Catholic um stronger in catholic denomination um yeah through to the lord's prayer on my arm and then i got some um yeah scriptures throughout my body on john three sixteen, and 
um, a passage from Isaiah as well, um, and Corinthians as well from when I got married. Um, yeah, so I got a, a few tattoos that, um, you know, kind of, you know, encourage me to keep on the on the good path. Um, yeah, and I love them. <laughs> the reminders yeah. all over his body that uh, of, of his journey, really, and they're written there and, and a lot of uh, strong themes about... Uh, about Jesus and, and God come through on those, which is pretty cool. Now, um, you, we had the bushfires earlier in the year, and um, and some of you listening might have been really affected by those. I know all of Australia was horrified at the images we saw, but the Ahern clan, or Jack's clan anyway, was particularly um, affected by those bushfires. And Jack, if you could just tell us a bit of, of what that was about for you and and your clan yeah so um the bushfires earlier this year or late last year um came through uh my grandparents lived down on the south coast of new south wales um in malua bay just past batemans bay um and yeah the fires came through and um unfortunately for my grandma and pop uh, they lost lost their house in the fire and uh, they only got out with uh, their two cars and the clothes on their back. Um, they lost their caravan and house and all their belongings and um, all the material stuff, all, all grandma's, um, I suppose, precious photos and stuff of of us growing up and also her, you know, her mum and all that stuff. Um, so it was, it's been a, a very difficult year, you know, uh, for my grandparents in particular and then you throw COVID on top of that as um you know thrown everything out a bit more but um you know very fortunate they got out with their health um that's the main thing that mattered um or everything you know except the photos can be replaced um but when when it really happened um Luke Archer who's um a, a mentor uh, a support person at North Devils uh works alongside Warren uh really um you know dug deep and and started a, a gofundme page which was um amazing um you know my grandparents were my grandma was in tears about it you know she was deeply touched um and uh lukey and the north devils um donated and we were able to raise um you know over a thousand dollars which was amazing um and um very appreciative to that and i know grandma is and we sent her down a north devils jersey um which she um you know treasures so they're on the road to recovery they they've got a caravan which they're living in at the moment on their block of land um and they've they've started the uh the beginning of the house the the slabs down um and now they've just um paused there till after christmas the builders get back and um lay the foundations um so they're on the road to recovery um which which is a positive thing in in what's happened this year yeah, and then look, we keep in mind some of uh, people who are listening in who might have been through that or something similar, and um, you know that those green shoots of recovery are always so hopeful. And hope's obviously a theme for Jack, and and uh, you know we just we just want to speak hope into people's lives who might be going through some big loss at the moment. So, and shout out to Lukey Archer too and the wellbeing crew. Not only at North Devils, but through rugby league, it's been a development in the in the last number of years of um, the NRL and Queensland rugby league taking seriously the uh, mental health and well-being of, of players, and that's been a great development. It's great to see our community recognizing the reality of mental health more for men, young men, to be open and honest about that, 
and um and you know we really think that's an important development for us as a culture as a nation now we've started a connect group um at north just describe that a little bit to us because that's really part of helping young men out in what they're going through yeah it's uh it's an awesome uh thing uh a couple of us boys started it a few years ago. Um, I'll give them a shout out if that's all right. Uh, yeah, John Palavi uh, and Sam, uh, forgive the pronunciation, Tanga Te Ese, <laughs> two Islander boys, funny enough. Uh, but yeah, we, we uh, my first year at North, we were all there together, um, you know, and we uh, connected, um, being the Islander boys and myself, of, of course, and, um, you know, um, with Faith as well. And we got together and we're like, how can we connect on a deeper level? We know each other, you know, on a footy sense and at football, but um, to really know someone and, and um, you know, gain, I suppose, their trust also, you know, know them on a deeper level, um, you know, is the beginning of that. So, yeah, um, Sam's idea was a, was a connect group and um, that really took off in season 2018. Um, we are doing that, um, you know, nearly every week on Friday nights. A group of us would get together. We started small. I think there was only maybe between five and eight of us you know at the beginning and we'll get together and um share a bit a bit about ourselves maybe a bit about our struggles that we've been through of times um and you know read a few scriptures you know we open in prayer and close in prayer and then we share a meal together um so that's just since 2018 that's really taken off and 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 the coaching staff and and yourself was has really you know encouraged that um and it's just we've just seen it grown um so we've been running it every year and it's just grown in numbers. I think one session we had, you know, um, 25, nearly 30, 30 boys show up um, from the North Devils um, playing group um, to really speak and share. And it's an opportunity to uh, be vulnerable. Uh, you know, uh, what's shared in the circle, you know, stays in the circle. Um, but the boys really open open up, um, which is great to see, which is hard to do as, as men, um, first off. Um, so, yeah, we had uh, one... We, our first one for this preseason, you know, a couple of weeks ago, and that was, uh, took off amazingly. We had 15 turn up, and uh, was got the food for us, so thanks for that, bro. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, the boys really opened up, you know, and, and you can see they're really um, emotional about some of the stuff they're vulnerable about, so it's uh, really good to see, and we get together to encourage each other and build each other up. Um, I shared a scripture first, Thessalonians 5.11, um, kind of what the group uh, connect groups about is about you know meeting together encouraging each other building each other up um, so yeah that's our little um, Norse project and um, you know everyone loves being a part of it it's supported by staff and and coaches and it's it's just just tremendous you're listening to the red dirt nation podcast my name's warren crank and we're listening today to the story of jack ahern captain jack we sometimes call him and uh, we're about to wrap up now with some questions that might be familiar to those who listen in a fair bit where have you been in Australia, mate, um, that just blew you away? Yeah, I um, haven't been all over Australia as of yet. Um, been to the States a few times, as we've discussed. But um, in Australia, um, Port Douglas, I uh, got there last year for my mum's 50th. We went up there for a, for a birthday and it was just amazing. It was beautiful. You had the reef, you know, on one side and then the Daintree rainforest on the other and I really encourage if you get up to Cairns, take the hour trip up to Port Douglas and really see, um, in particular, Mossman Gorge. It is, um, yeah, it is beautiful up there in the rainforest. Lovely. Well, it makes me want to chuck the tent in the back and head off right now. Now, you're a young man, but uh, 
You got a lot of wisdom, mate. You're, 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 you're wise for your years. I, I really mean that, actually. What's one life lesson that you'd like to pass on to uh, people who are listening into our chat today? Oh, thanks for the compliment. I don't know if that's true. But I'll take that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, that's a hard question, I think, for myself, especially over these last four seasons I've been at North. Um, it's been about um, continual learning, um, continual growth, continual developing, um, continually to challenge myself. Um, you know, reading, listening to audio books, um, you know, on mindset, on faith, on culture, um, you know, I suppose footy terms, I'm getting a bit old. <laughs> I don't think I am, but I'm the oldest at the club. I'm only 27 for everyone listening, so not too bad, but, um, you know, I'm continual learning. Um, you know, I've got some um, great uh, authors, um, you know, that I've listened to um, through audio because I'm not the best reader. Um, I started with, you know, with my faith journey. At, um, there's a, a singer called Lecrae. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, if you, he's kind of a Christian kind of rap kind of um, kind of guy, and um, he talked told me about um, some um, authors um, like James White, Francis Schaeffer, Nancy Piercy, um, Josh McDowell, who wrote, writes more than a carpenter. Really encourage you to check those guys out. Um, and also for mindset stuff, um, John Gordon. He's amazing with uh, positive mindset. Um, some Trevor Moad talks about neutral thinking, which is interesting. Um, the Resilience Project, um, you know, a lot of, I think, AFL teams and NRL teams have, have rolled that through. It's about gratitude, really. Um, and also Alan Stein and Gary Chapman, um, some great authors there that I, if you've got some time um, to read a book or listen to an audio book, I really encourage you to, um, you know, grow um, and challenge yourself to grow no matter your age and, and where you're at in your journey of life. And one of the things that makes Jack such a good leader among people is that, uh, you know, he, he lives what he's talking about here and really does have that growth mindset. So it's been great having a yarn with Jack today. I hope you've enjoyed listening in. But uh, my name is Warren Crank and you've been listening to the Red Dirt Nation podcast and we'll catch up eh, somewhere down the track. See ya.